I was expecting something different, but uh, I was not uh, disappointed about it. For me, it was uh, even more like like a step, like a push to to do it for hundred percent. And after reaching my my experience, after reaching my goals, I think uh, I even appreciate it more than uh, somebody who just gets like a gift. So th that's one point. It was really new, and nobody knew about it, and was like a little bit the secret uh, how what what you we, we are doing in the training. For me, this was like in the right moment, the right decision, and uh, everything afterwards, even with the hard work, was like uh, for me an honor to 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 have an impulse on my life. The more you do, the more you get forward, the more self-confidence you get, not only in sports, you get it in your life. And this is uh, the main point for me. Talent is good, but if you don't work for it, it it's not enough. And so I, I showed it in my first competition. And this was like a, the main point to start competition karate. Hey guys, and welcome back to the I Love Success podcast. This is the first show I am recording in 2021. I am super excited to have a fellow martial artist, karate athlete, and just a cool human being here today. And for everybody that is new to the show, before I introduce this week's guest, we're all about success and finding your success, building your life, create a better place in this world for you, your family, and the rest of us. I truly believe in putting out positive things in the world. And, um, you know, it will always come back to you. I've been watching Cobra Kai season three now with a lot of good <laughs> nuggets from Mr. Miyagi. And um, yeah, one of them is if you put good things out, good things will come back. I truly believe that I get, I get so much positivity in my life. And I, I want to believe that it is because I, I do a lot of positive things myself. I try to walk the planet with, with a smile. It's not always easy. My wife's uh, grandfather passed away yesterday and I, today I'm actually super sad. And that's part of life too. It is okay to feel your emotions and uh, it's okay to be sad, but we also need to know that all emotions in our life teach us something. We're not here for a long time, but we're certainly here for a good time if we choose to. So yeah, excited for 2021. And uh, this week's guest, uh, I believe this guy has a crazy good mindset. I, I remember when I was a junior, I think you're, you're four years older than me and I, I watched you compete. You were always very strong you look like a machine on on the on the mat competing and i always admire that with you um, so i'm super excited to have you here today today's guest name is christian greener uh, i hope that uh, was okay for the last name <laughs> um, and he is german national athlete i mean he was on the national team for 14 years 12 times national champion he was a world champion a university champion. He has medals from like all the biggest competitions, uh, which means that he has done something right and that he has learned a lot along the way. So without further ado, welcome Christian Greener to the I Love Success podcast. Thank you very much, Peter. 
Thank you very much. Nice to be here with you. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited and happy to be part of uh, your project. Awesome. So before before we dig into your life, I want to talk about something that a lot of people feel right now. You know, when there's a new year, most of us are positive. We are looking at our life. Hey, it's a new year. I'm going to kick ass. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And especially this year, everybody's like, fuck COVID. Uh, we're good. 2021 is going to be a good year. And that excites me, but it also pisses me off because I know that 90 or 95% of people is not going to do any fucking change and expect better results. Uh, so that makes me sad because we, we think just because it's a new year or a new day that results are going to come or we're going to change our life uh, instead of looking at ourselves and see what we can do differently because life doesn't work that way. Come January 1st, COVID is not gone. Our problems are not gone, but we can work on changing ourselves and working in a better way. So what's your take on that? What do you want to say to people right now that are ready for a change, but they're also ready to do the work? Yeah, um, from my experience, uh, also during my whole life, um, you need to you need to work, you need to um, have uh, goals, and you need to do something for this. And maybe some guys, they get uh, things as a gift. So maybe athletes or uh, people, they have a gift, certain gift. But uh, my uh, secret is that uh, for me, it was a, a hard way to achieve my goals. But... Um, I, I kept I kept on. I, I did my work and I, I was uh, motivated. And after reaching my my experience, after reaching my goals, I think uh, I even appreciate it more than uh, somebody who just gets it like a gift. Yeah, I I totally agree with you. I mean, I was the same in in my life, and and um, I, I never it never came easy to me. So I learned how to work for it. Uh, and you, you learn a lot of things during that way. So can we just start sharing your story? How did you come into karate and why weren't you good at it when you started? Yeah, it's really funny what you talked about because you talked about uh, Cobra Kai uh, yeah. in, the, in your beginning words. And to be honest, um, the first episode of Karate Kid was one of the uh, main points to, to start karate. And uh, yeah, just to, I was interested in, in, in the movies, uh, in Karate Kid movie, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme and Bloodsport and uh, different other movies. And so this was like uh, the first step to get into. But uh, after the first two lessons, I got to know that it's uh, a little bit different uh, to do karate, to train karate, and then to watch it on, in the movies. And uh, so for me, this was a really, uh, yeah, ex funny experience because uh, I, I wasn't I was expecting something different, but uh, I was not uh, disappointed about it. For me, it was uh, even more like like a step, like a push to to do it for hundred percent. Yeah, and I mean it's funny uh, because Karate Kid, I started karate as well. My father is my sensei, but I never wanted to train. But after watching that movie, um, I started. But reality is different, right? And I think that what you said is really interesting. Sometimes we look at a movie or we read a book and things sound so exciting, but then actually doing the work is harder. Uh, how? When did you start to fall in love with karate and, and know that, hey, this is something that I really want to do? 
And to be honest, it was love on first sight. So in the first lesson, uh, I just uh, enjoyed the group. We, we started with 80 people at the same time. And after one year, it was about 10 people who uh, were do, continuing the training. So for me, it was like in the first lesson, so that's what, that was my sport, the thing what I was uh, waiting for my whole life. Because um, yeah, I, I really love the discipline. I really love the the the, the focus on 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 special techniques and 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 on the training and just to to keep out the the, the normal life and just focus on something uh, that that brings you forward. And uh, I just I just enjoyed the first lessons. I we had I also had very nice teachers who um, really were really motivated to teach us karate even if they were just blue belts or orange belts because they didn't even know so much because uh, karate in my region in, in eastern germany was not allowed uh, after uh, before the wall uh, was breaking down so th that's one point it was really new and nobody knew about it and was like a little bit the secret uh, how what, what you we were doing in the training yeah that's exciting and when did you start competing in karate Uh, I was like uh, from every time in my life uh, since I started in, in 1993, 1993, uh, like it was 100%. So I, I did, I started in 1993 and uh, one year later, I was doing training five, six, seven times a week. I, I was uh, just doing regular training, no competition training, but going to seminars, learning katas, learning techniques and uh, like this. And uh, One year later, in 1994, I did my first competition. It was like a Christmas edition of a competition in my club. So it was, uh, yeah, it was like the first time everybody was so excited. And uh, to be honest, I was not the best of the group. There were some guys who were even more talented. But I was looking so forward to this, uh, to this competition. And I did kata and kumite. And in kata, I lost the first round. But in kumite, I won against... Uh, my opponent he was a friend but he was much stronger than me but i just wanted to show uh, that i did more training i was more uh, uh, more working for for my titles and that's why i i won this match because uh, i talent is good but if you don't work for it, it it's not enough and so I, i showed it in my first competition and this was like uh, the main point to start competition karate wow And I think what I saw with you uh, when I, when you were competing, you always looked fearless. Um, is that true, or how did you how did you work with fear in your your competitions? I I never uh, was afraid about uh, my opponents or other people because my best matches I did in open com competitions. I was uh, 65 kilograms and was fighting against people with 100 kilograms. And uh, this was never a problem for me to, to be afraid of uh, losing or afraid of an opponent. But of course, the feeling you get, the particular feeling you get in your stomach before uh, coming to the competition was the same for me. But uh, everybody told me, uh, also my coaches and my colleagues told me that I was like in a, in a tunnel. So for me, I just had my uh, aim, my, my goal uh, in my view and everything else I was not thinking about. I was not thinking about other people and uh, what, what they think about me if I lose or whatever. I, I just focused on my work on the tatami and the same was in the training. Oh, I love that. Uh, did somebody teach you that or that, did it come natural to you? 
No, I did it for myself. I don't know. That was maybe one of my gifts, my talents I have. I was not talented in the movement and learning, but I was talented in focusing. So never ever in my training, my students are laughing about me, but nobody had to ask me, do you want to come to the training? So that's, that was never an issue for me. So uh, I was the one who was every time one hour before each training in the, in the dressing room, just preparing and focusing on the next, uh, on the next training. And we were, today maybe it's not, not possible to understand, but I was going with a friend of mine with a small motorbike uh, for 100 kilometers to the training. Uh, just to go there and it was cold and it, my, my, my butt was, was aching. But when you go into the training room after uh, uh, sacrificing so much for, for coming there, then you go for every second in the training to do everything 100%. And if you get, yeah, your parents drive you in a, in a, in a, in a nice Mercedes Benz to the training and you come there and everybody's uh, yeah, um, happy for you and uh, doing everything for you. Uh, then maybe it's not, you don't get the focus like maybe you do the preparations and the work that I did. And what did you learn from, from that moment? Because what I hear, I've been in the same position that I want things too much. And my father, who's my sensei, he says, he always tells me, it's like having sand in your, ha in your palm. If you grab it too tight, you lose it. If it's too loose, you lose it. You have to find that balance. But yes. so I'm curious, what did you learn from that moment of wanting it too much? This is a, this is a really, really good question because uh, this was the moment for me to rethink my, my, my work and my, my training and my, my way of life with karate and also the, the rest of the, my life. Maybe um, in the... Uh, until this moment, I was very focused and sometimes too focused and uh, I, nothing else was very important for me. So the life going snowboarding, going partying, all this stuff for me, this was not important. So I focused on, on my sport and afterwards I thought about, okay, if you want something too much, maybe this, this keeps you away from getting it. And then after this uh, moment, I tried to learn and I, this was a process. I learned step by step to let go sometimes, not only to be too much uh, in, in the subject. And this was the experience for me. And, and after this time, I had the best time of my life as an athlete. Maybe not every time successful, but I was happy and I was celebrating even if I maybe didn't get the first place. And so I enjoyed my life and my athletic, athletic career even more. So are you saying it's more important to focus on the process than the end result? Um, I think you have to focus on the result, but you have to, uh, you don't have to over, um, over focus on this. So you need to have your, your, your goal and the process is even more, uh, more uh, important, but uh, it's for, for my side, it's like uh, to, if you do it too much, if you want it too much, you won't get it. As you told with the, with the sand in the hand. So you have to find the right balance between focus and refocus and relaxing. And uh, that's, that's the thing, I've, uh, that's, that's the way. And even the, the champions I know, that's the, uh, the way they get the success the, the best. And how do you know when, how much is enough 
Like, I think that's the hardest question was everybody is always asking, how do you know how much you should want something in order to not uh, mess it up for yeah. yourself? Okay. That, that's right. Uh, my, my, my former coach told me there's like a light button. So you have the light on or you have the light off. And uh, it's like this. If you go to the training and uh, even my training lessons when I'm teaching uh, are the same. You need to find the right balance. You need to have time when there is 100%, when you have to do everything and you have to be exhausted. But there has to be a time when you need to relax, you need to learn, you need to cool down. And um, this, this is very important. But the most important point, and I think many athletes today, especially the young ones, they, they don't have it from themselves. They don't, I don't know why. Uh, to, if the light is on, the light needs to be on. And this is, is very, very important. And sometimes they don't get the, the, the way to, to focus at the, at the right point. There's so many distractions today with the media, with everything else. So I think it's really important to refocus. And then if you do your work afterwards, just to let go and to relax. And so if you find this balance, it's very important. And I try to teach it uh, to my students. So one example, for example, school. I tell my students, if you do school very well, then you have time for the training. Then you are relaxed and then you can focus on, on your tournaments and your training. But if you don't do this work, then the other one, the other work on the sports, on the tatami won't be successful. And this for me is, is the thing. Do it, put the light on and sometimes put the light off and just let it go. But But you decide when and you need to decide. Yeah, I think that's a great advice. The, I think that the next question is, that's so hard though, right? Because when you want to become the best, a world champion, build an incredible business, become an actor, musician, or whatever it is, it almost takes over you as a person, uh, which is sometimes a negative, right? That's what we're talking about. How do you, how do you switch it off? How do you just like, bam, that's uh, that's the art. That's the art. Um, I think uh, this. My experience was uh, that I um, need needed to learn it from people uh, who can do uh, who do it very well, and uh, to have role models, to have people that that they are same way like you. So um, of course I'm different to everybody else, but but I I see how people who are successful who do it very well and uh, who are positive and the positivity you also told in the beginning is a very important thing so you you need to you need to be positive also to reach your goals and uh, but you don't have to be too disappointed if there's something uh, you don't get so my my main my main uh, um, in my life my main words were uh, you have to hope for the best and you have to be aware of the worst so you won't get uh, disappointed so you, you have to be positive. You have to want this and you, you will get it if you're positive. But if, if sometimes there's disappointment, you don't have to be down. You have to step up. You have to, to be strong and, and work uh, uh, even more to get the thing. Yeah. I, and I think that comes with experience too. Uh, I've seen a lot of athletes and I'm in sales. I see a lot of salespeople. I see a lot of people trying to become better and when they reach one or two failures 
they 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 take it as an excuse to not continue. And what do you want to say to those people? Because learning all these things that we are talking about, right? This is high level mindset. And I think the only way to learn that is to, you know, lose and to not get what you want. Because if you always get what you want, it, it's hard to learn those lessons. Yes. Yes. Uh, I think uh, it's it's totally the, the right point I'm also co- uh, convinced of. Um, I, when I was starting my career as athlete, uh, every match I had like a paper book and I read what did I did go, uh, good, but the more, more important thing were my mistakes, the things I can do better. And this was for me like even a bigger chance uh, to, to learn from, from my mistakes than to learn from my, from my things that I did good. And uh, my first three or four years, every match, every tournament, I did this. And for me, this was like a big process. We just went through whole Europe just to go to the tournaments. And the first tournament, I lost in first round. Second tournament, first round. Then maybe second round, third round. After two or three tournaments, I was uh, getting to the to the medal matches. And then step by step, I won my, my tournaments. And uh, nearly every tournament, then afterwards, I, I got results. And uh, this was like experience for me. And I, I'm telling it every time to everybody, you need to, to, to start from the, from the scratch. You need to go step by step upwards. That's, that's very difficult. Uh, maybe if you're so talented and gifted, you get uh, what you want in the first place. But, but for me, this was, like, um, this was like a process. And this process made me better. As an as a athlete, as a trainer, as a person, as a husband, uh, as everything in my life. So to, do, to, to be uh, aware that you can do mistakes and to learn from this. And uh, one very important uh, sentence I'm telling everybody, every time. You do much stuff, then you do much mistakes. But it's very important to do a mistake only one time. The same mistake. And this is a thing I, I was trying to, and everybody I'm telling to, I think is, is, is the right, is in the same opinion. I love that. And, and I think as competitors and as wanting to achieve something, sometimes we take our results so seriously. We're chasing goals so much that we forget to smile and have fun on the way. And, and I know for myself, my best competitions has been when I've been happy. The best results is when I'm smiling and happy. How can we get back to that? You know, people that are watching now, they're tense. They're, they're, it's hard. I want to achieve this. How can we go back to relax, have fun? I think um, my whole life was, uh, uh, was made like love what you do love what you do if you i i would not go to the training if i don't love it if somebody is forcing me so it's the same in the job if you just go to the job and you 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 go there and just uh, wait the clock turning uh, then it's not the right thing when i do my work i have every time the same problem the, the lack of time because the time is running so fast because i'm so into my work especially in creative work so uh, and I think that's that's the thing. Uh, then you you're even more motivated because you like it. You like you like to see the results. You like to get feedback of it. And uh, this is uh, the thing. And it's the same in the training. Uh, for me, I I love to teach people because I see how they develop. 
and uh, I see how happy they are and how they are changing. And it's it's not a, a big work for me to 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 bring a talented uh, athlete to the German Championship, uh, but maybe somebody who's very hard to achieve it to help him maybe to get his first belt for me it is sometimes even more success to get help somebody else who's not um, who has no no talent or who has it more difficult to achieve it than to bring somebody who's like a running horse just say go and and reaching his goals and i think um, you need to love it and you need to to like uh, you need to love the process uh, to develop Yeah, I agree with you. And uh, Christian, I have one last question to you and then I'm going to let you go. Um, for people that are listening, that are still here watching this, what's the one thing they can do right after this show to really kickstart 2021 and don't be one of those people that come March, there's, they're the same person that they were because they want to change. If you want to stay the person you are, if you're happy, I'm all for it. But if you want to grow... Um, you're probably here listening to us. So yeah, li listen in because this is going to be good. You know, many times uh, changing um, New Year's Eve, the people are telling themselves what they want to change. But the problem is often the people don't achieve it because they stay with their ideas for themselves. They are staying alone. So try to get some help. I'm just... Uh, Of course, I was telling myself for this year also to change something. And you know what? I tried to change my uh, eating behavior because I'm eating very fast, very, very fast. Because I was uh, when I was 65 after weighing, I was just throwing all things inside. And even 15 years after finish my career or maybe 19 years, I was not able uh, to I'm not able to change it uh, fully. And I was telling my wife, please help me. If you see this, and I'm not angry with you, please tell me because uh, it's it's in myself uh, and I need to be active to change this behavior. And that's why I, she's helping me with this. Sometimes just tell me, hey, come on, this time you're twice as fast as me. And, yeah. and so I think uh, to not to be with your goals alone, share it, maybe get some goals together and... Uh, Ask somebody how he's thinking about uh, the stuff. And uh, like you told me, share the things and not keep for yourself. Then it's also easier to, to reach the goals and more hard uh, to, to avoid reaching the goals, I think. I agree with you. We need accountability. We need people that uh, can help us be accountable. And uh, Christian, I want to thank you for this time and uh, had an amazing time uh, today. Uh, conversation was incredible. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for doing this. It was a big pleasure for me. And uh, I really uh, thank you for the invitation. And uh, I wish the best. And I think it's a very exciting project. And I will follow you uh, to, the, to your next steps. And yeah, wish you all the best. Thank you, Christian. And thank you, everybody that are here listening, watching the show. It's a new year. I, I'm excited to grow this show even more and to share it with more people. As you probably know by now, I want to help at least 10 million people to go after their dreams. I mean, that's a hefty goal. That's something that is important to me. But the most important thing for me is you that are watching and listening right now. If you can 
take one nugget, change your life this year. It makes me happy, makes me want to continue doing this. Uh, this is all for you to use and learn from. It's totally free. So take advantage of it. Check us out at ilovesuccess.co. Check us out at iTunes. Give us a review if you want so more people can find us. Subscribe on YouTube as well, where you, where you can see the full-on in, interviews. And yeah, I, I just want to say thank you guys. And I hope that you are taking action to get a little bit closer to what you really want. So thank you and take care.